Welcome to the check-in, y'all. Welcome to the check-in. Of course, of course, we got to tell you guys, mm-hmm. we be cussing sometimes. sometimes. So, you know what? Just mind your earballs and do what you got to do. Go about your business. And remember, we are not mental health professionals at not all. Not at all. Just two people that went to therapy and yep. trying to figure life out. So, if you need a mental health professional. Uh-huh, what I do? Text 741, 741. Mm-hmm. Text home. Home? Yes. H-O-M-E? H-O-M-E to that right. number. Yeah. Boom. Boom. There you go. Let's get into this content. Let's get into this content. 1,010%. Thanks, guys. 210%. It's really nice. Yeah. You deserve the best foods and the best mattresses to sleep on after those foods. Listen, y'all, y'all care about me too much. I mean, would you rather we don't? Okay, that's Oh, just sorry. No. I was I was playing it out in my head. Anyway, uh, how you doing, friend? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm a little tired. You're a little tired? Yeah. I'm a little gassy, so that's... You, this is the first time you're mentioning that today, and um, I'm a little upset. Good luck. I'm not, <laughs> wait, you don't like it. Yep, I, had to, I don't know what it is. Maybe there is a part three. I don't mm. know. A pot four, maybe. Okay, well, then I guess we should get this down out the way there. All right, all right. So, <clears throat> today, we are talking about mm-hmm. how parents yeah. just don't understand. How they don't understand. How they don't understand. How they don't understand. How they don't understand. They don't understand anything. They don't understand anything. I don't understand why you yeah, have kids. Because you don't. Cause you don't understand. You should have never had me. You should have never had me. I wish I was a baby. I wish I was a baby. So I could. (laughs) That was a great song. Thank you. That's that's you. That's that's you. No, no. I that was I was following your lead. Oh me? Yeah. You was you was figuring out over there. You you doing a damn thing? I guess I felt it in my spirit. All right. Well, <laughs> parents. Yeah. <clears throat> it's tough. Yep. Being in a, a parent. Yes. And we wouldn't know that, but we have them. I choose not to be. That's yeah. how tough it is. I'm just not going to attempt. I I also am on the fence of, you, you already know my thoughts on childbirth. You should just make it in a tube. I, I am okay with that. I'm yeah. okay with making it in a tube. tube. baby. Yeah, like a sea monkey. Yeah. Yeah, like you just add Or little... like them little jellyfish that at the National Aquarium, yes. they in that big tube thingy. Yes. You're like, oh my gosh. And you just feed them cornflakes or something? Um. <laughs> no. I don't. No? It's been a long time. I don't, I don't remember. I haven't been outside in a while. So I don't think they eat cornflakes. Corn though, corn is okay. We feed everything corn in America, um, <laughs> so you get big and strong. Maybe like sardines. Maybe they just like little little fishies. Mm, no, I'm gonna give it that summer Walker baby diet, honey and uh, CBD buckwheat, sativa, ground uh, <laughs> <laughs> cicada. <sighs> Not brown cicadas, but yeah, um, parents. <laughs> This doesn't have to be a shady episode. I'm trying not for it to be. Wow, that was English. I'm trying for it not to be. <laughs> okay. But the way this garlic set up in my mouth. 
Okay. I feel very disrespectful every time I open my mouth. I'm so sorry if you're getting whiffs. I can't smell anything. So Great. So, mm-hmm. um, parents are wonderful mm-hmm. humans. Yeah. But they're humans. Yes. And sometimes when you're growing up, you're like, look at this tall, large thing. Mm-hmm. It is in charge of me and it takes care of me and it tells me it loves me sometimes. And, mm-hmm. and then it tells me to do stuff I don't want to do. But then I get gifts for Christmas and my birthday. Mm-hmm. I guess this equals out. But then you get older and you're like, no. Um, you suck. <laughs> I, you're doing a terrible job. <laughs> I am literally making this the easiest job it yeah. could be. And yeah. you're still fucking it up. <laughs> and it's just like, wow. Like, what do you need a robot child to be happy? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I don't... A child with feelings is... And this is, you know, coming from our experience as non-parents, but just people with parents that are adults, it's complicated. Yeah. I think a lot of the shit that happened in our childhood, like the retrospective... Retrospective? In retrospect. Yeah. Right now. I don't know either. I got a headache. Already? I think I'm really tired. Okay. Okay, that's fine. We're we going to make this quick. <clears throat> so. Um, I'm going to perk up. I'm going to just pretend. I'm going to channel it while you talk and go ahead. There you go. The, um, like, just looking back at, you know, all the stuff that happened way back when, when I was growing up, I realized that I have a lot of reparenting to do with mm-hmm. myself. And that is a whole set of therapy work in itself that mm. probably costs more money than I'm willing to spend. Yeah. That I'm, sh- about right. I'm sure there's like a YouTube video on it or something, but like mm. you really do have to do a lot of undoing. And there is because there are two people, they decided to have intercourse and procreate you. And they didn't think anything. Sometimes they didn't even decide to procreate you. You, you just, just happened popped and up. You're like, oh, wow, this thing is here now. What do yeah, I do with it? Yeah, yeah. And I definitely, I get that now in my adult life. I'm just like, you know, why, why did y'all have me? Because <laughs> there were so many things, so many red flags saying don't have a child right now. And you guys were like, let's have a baby. And here I am. Were they like, let's have a baby? I was... <laughs> so I'm told often that if I wasn't wanted, I wouldn't have been here. Yeah. So, in a sense, I think it was acceptable. It was tolerated. Okay. That I... See, that's that's where I'm getting at. <laughs> okay. It was like... It's kind of like when you wake up late and you're like, oh, we're here now. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Like, you can't just go back to sleep and be like, I'll try again tomorrow. Like, you're like, no, we're here and we got to do shit now. You could. You could try again tomorrow. Most people don't because they have, like... Lives. Yeah. Work. Works that they should be at, you know. Stuff like that. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I just... I'm... and And I will say this. Like, I don't think my parents did an awful job. Mm-hmm. Because I'm great, I'm so great too. Turned out super awesome. Turned so out fucking amazing. Um, <clears throat> between the three of us, I think somebody was doing something right, and I think that was me. But <laughs> <laughs> I also believe in my heart that there are traits and uh, coping mechanisms mm-hmm. that I picked up 
that are not uh, conducive to, I don't know, being in other relationships, yeah. being functional at work, mm-hmm. being able to be by myself for long periods of time without criticizing myself and wanting to go to sleep or pass away. Um, so, you know... <clears throat> <laughs> Just casually. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you don't realize how messed up you are until you start, like, reading. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, eight signs that you have severe anxiety. And I'm just like, oh, avoid social situations. Mm-hmm. I'd do that, but, like, I'm, that's fine. I'm this, whatever. Um, can't sleep at night because they're overthinking. I mean, who doesn't do that shit? Like, everybody does that. And then you find and yourself you, finding all eight of those. Yeah, and then you're like, what? Yeah. Something's wrong with me. Yeah. Who did this? My parents. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what... So I'm an <clears throat> on-again, off-again a member of ACA 12-step meetings, and my whole personality trait is just characteristics of having... Yeah, I saw that book and I didn't like it. It was, and I never read it again. It was really like it was telling me about myself, and I was just like, "How like dare you?" Like I, this was my first time meeting you, so I don't know how you know all these things about me, bro. The book read you. The book read me, and and literally all the characteristic traits they come from having a parent that may have been um, addicted to or abusing some type of substance, and it really sucks. Like having that realization really pissed me off i was just like so my whole personality is like a condition a coping mechanism (laughs) you are coping like literally like like, they should have just named you coping come here little coping come here little cope cope coping's taking your first steps oh look at the run away it's a run away from my problems (laughs) bro that was a big thing for me i definitely like had as a child wishes dreams desires fantasies about just running away same here and i was convinced i could make it on my own but then i was like "Mm, i have a lot of food allergies i was not convinced i could make it on my own (laughs) because i cry a lot and i also didn't like walking or being dirty so that kind of really what puts a lot of that puts a lot of yeah that's why i didn't never run away okay because, like, you know, like, especially after you get a whooping, you mm-hmm. stare at yourself in the mirror crying. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm going to run away. I'm going to I'm going to take all my favorite toys and, and like, one pair of underwear. I'm going I'm to run away. <laughs> and then you don't because you realize you can't. That's like that little boy on, um, what it, was it Wife Swap or whatever the hell it was. Like, when they swap moms mm-hmm. and the black mom threw away all the bacon and he was pissed he was like i don't know who she thinks she is throwing away my he went and got his little suitcase he was like i'm leaving where are you going somewhere she's not that's all that's all it was that's all kids wanted like i just don't want to be hit yeah when i get in trouble or yelled at or forced to do things i hate and then it's just like you become an adult and you're like yeah you have to do all that baby like you like there's certain things that I really recall um that I got in trouble for where the punishment did not fit the crime and okay. I was just like okay in my adult mind I'm just thinking like okay you was just having a bad day and you took it out on me yeah like I didn't I didn't do anything that deserved that level yeah, yeah. of um what would you call it uh, uh punishment uh, I was gonna say punishment uh, but something stronger that level yeah. of aggression 
That level that, of that level of I, I want to say it's a word like it's synonymous with correction. Ooh, but I, I can't. That level of discipline. That's good. That wasn't what I was going for, but that that works. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't require that level of discipline. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like. Especially when you know you're not back in. Oh, yeah. Because we definitely, both of us had friends that we were like, oh, no, y'all should have been getting them whoopings. And yeah. it wasn't working. So I don't know what else y'all should have gotten next. Yeah. But that wasn't us. I was too afraid to, like, break rules. So now in my adult life, I am 100% on board for breaking rules, um, which yeah. is hilarious because I'm in the law field. But anyway. <laughs> but that's what that's what ends up happening when you are, like, basically coping through life with your parents by trying to be the perfect child so you don't get in trouble, so you don't have any issues. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you are no longer being parented, Mm -hmm. then it's just like you're curious about all these things that you never did because you were too busy trying to be the the angelic child. And that's pretty much what my young adulthood, my whole 20s has been me pretty much like, well, I don't want to say my whole 20s because... We flourishing right now. Yeah, but like I want to say, definitely between like twenty four mm-hmm. and about now, I was getting into all kinds of foolishness because I just never did it before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all my bucket list items, they happened between twenty four and twenty eight. Hmm. Like wow, you've never thrown up from being drunk? Nope, I have now several times. Blacked out. <laughs> you've never broken a TV while you were drunk? Nope, but I have now. <laughs> I have no. You got a lot. Of, why were drunk things on your bucket list? I don't know. Because I never like gave myself permission to be irresponsible. Yeah. Because when you feel like you have to be the perfect child, you're always being responsible. You're always being the mom in the room. Yeah. You're always being the big brother, big sister in the room. Mm-hmm. And you don't give yourself an opportunity to make a mistake because that's that's how you don't get affection. That's how you don't get love. And that that type of like need to be perfect that's really toxic. Yep. For you and the relationships that you build, because then your ta- your inner voice to yourself is always criticizing mm-hmm. and critiquing everything you do. And you'll never be perfect. Exactly. We're humans. We mm-hmm. are made to make mistakes and learn from them. Yeah. So, I mean, I constantly have to remind myself, like, even when we went axe throwing, mm-hmm. the first time I did it, I was just so scared. And I was like, why am I so scared of this? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to not be good at it. Mm-hmm. That was really it. Mm-hmm. And so once I, you know, every time that ex, you know, um, double bounced off the board and fell on the floor, I was just like, damn, I suck at this. I don't like sucking at things. I don't like sucking at things either. In a public place? Mm-hmm. While this man is writing down the points that I'm not getting? I don't like this. But you were actually pretty good. And that's the sad part. Yeah. Because, and even if I wasn't, it's just supposed to be fun. Yeah. I don't have access to throw in his house. <laughs> That's just like, hey, I have a dangerous weapon and I drink some and mm-hmm. I can throw this around. This mm-hmm. is fun. When you've grown up trying to be the perfect child, you can't just have like you actively have to reparent yourself to go, hey, you're not being graded. Mm-hmm. If you suck at this, nothing bad is going to happen. Yeah. And you are more than capable at other things. Just have fun. It's fine. Do you know what the funny thing about that is, is like. When we were trying, well, for me personally, mm-hmm. me trying to be the perfect child, it was more like my reward wasn't really anything. Like there was no real like affection. 
the reward almost seemed like it was just n- not criticism. Yeah. It wasn't an accolade. It wasn't like, hey, you did good. It yeah. was just the absence of criticism. It was It was just like, I'm going to do this so you could get off my back. Yeah. So you can be quiet and leave me alone. Exactly. And that is, I, I brought that on into, you know, my adult relationships, my workplace relationships. I just do shit because, to keep the peace mm-hmm. instead of like. Not really doing shit because I actually want to do shit. Mm-hmm. It's just doing shit out of obligation to keep peace. And sometimes that's not a good thing. Like that, those options are no, like, yeah. not always positive. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> parents. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I do have enough grace. And I think that's part of being an adult and in, in getting out of the house and being on your own mm-hmm. where like there are certain things that I'm like, wow, yeah. y'all really had to feed me three meals a day. Yeah. Like y'all had to really make sure I was fed. Yes. I come home and be like, I don't know what I'm eating. I guess I'm going to sleep for dinner. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I do understand, you know. The burden of taking care of yourself mm-hmm. and also being an adult, but being in charge of little humans yeah. and having to have them to a standard that other humans don't think that you're being a terrible human mm-hmm. and get the people's called on you. Like, get the people's. I get <laughs> that it's, it's a lot. So, you know, I would never sit there and, you know, of course, there's always room for improvement. But, like, I do appreciate with what my parents had. Mm-hmm. And part of, you know, and my mom will say this all the time. Some of this was just you and your brother's personality. You guys were just really good kids. Mm-hmm. But with, you know, the tools they had available to them, yeah. they did a good job. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have been able to do the same. I probably would have put my kids in the system. You're a firehouse child. You belong to the <laughs> department of Odington Firehouse number eight. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I can't do it no more. Oh, no. I mean, you saw what happened with the cat. Yeah. You saw was here 23 days. And I was like, no, nah, you got to go, baby. I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't do this. I can't do it. Like The first time my baby would have peed on something that wasn't their diaper, I'd probably been like... I'm not equipped for this. I Mama help. Mama. I don't please. I definitely have a lot of grace and uh patience when it comes to stuff like that. I think like if I do decide to ever have kids, I'd be a bomb ass parent. Do I think I would entrust my child with anybody other than me? No. Oh, you're going to be one of those moms. Uh, I need a break. I'll watch little Billy. No. No, no thank you. I'll just give him some melatonin. <laughs> like, Mommy, my arms don't work. It's okay, babies. Lay down. It's okay. Um, yeah, I, yeah. And I do have a lot of grace for, like, other parents. Like, yeah. people our age or in our, you know, um, millennialism that are having kids, mm-hmm. like, when they say they can't hang out or they look worn out because they got a two-year-old, I'd be like, I get it. Like, I'm definitely more likely to help them out mm-hmm. if they're running around and like, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get the stroller. Mm-hmm. He's running. The- I got it. Like, because it, it's a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And I know, especially parents who had to do it by themselves. Yeah. Like. I don't know how they did it. I I can barely take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> like you're doing okay my now. my plants suffered last week because i was just like bro y'all i can't right now that's not <laughs> it for me 
I make sure this one got food and I scoop his boxes and that's that's all really. But he needs some love. He needs attention. And I be feeling bad because I'm like, I need to be by myself. Mm-hmm. Like when my mom asked for peace and quiet for every birthday she had. Mm-hmm. You understand. I get it now. Okay. And now I feel really bad that she never got it. I was like. Never? Never. Mommy, why are you having your birthday? Peace and quiet. And then my brother and I would proceed to bother her the whole day. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. We liked her mom. I. But now I get territorial because <laughs> like the last time she was. <laughs> I used to get so mad because when we went to the same church, mm-hmm. she did um, Sunday school. Yeah. Or like the little aftercare, or not yeah. aftercare, but during the service. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would do it some weekends. I did it with the special needs kids. And mm-hmm. then after I went to college, I stopped. And when I came back, I was like, I, I can't pick this back up. Mm-hmm. I'm not equipped for this right now. Mm-hmm. But it would be after service. And these kids would be like, oh, I'm SD. <laughs> this is not your mother anymore. You need to go home. Okay, this is my mom. Why are you so? See, and your your son is the same way. Are you are you coming up? Or are you gonna? Okay, there you go. He's trying to balance right now I don't on understand. one leg. I don't understand why he do that. But yeah, I was just like, um, no, the. The church day is over. <laughs> you had from 12 to one thirty, and yep. now you need to go. My mom be like, oh, hi, little Samantha. <laughs> hi, little Tiffany. Let's go, mom. I'm hungry. God bless her. <laughs> I'm always just such, she's, she's like a top tier mom. Mm-hmm. And so like. I feel like other kids since that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, mom, D, Miss Henson. No. Yeah. It's not. This no. is my mom. And she only had two kids mm-hmm. and you not one of them. My mom was definitely the cool mom. Like the cool mom with the cool car, cool tattoos. Yeah. Like. I sense that. Just cool all over. And like now. I'm just, <laughs> Sorry, his legs are literally shaking because he can't balance. <laughs> it's one thigh, bro. It's not big enough for your whole body. Now it's just like, I don't know. I don't really want a cool mom anymore. Like, I just want, like, a comforting presence. I remember my mom when she had gotten into the car accident mm-hmm. and she was home all day because yeah. she couldn't walk. And, um, and she was on like, you know, pain meds and all that. But she would make my lunch. Mm-hmm. And it was like the first time. It was, granted, this is like high school. This is high school. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like, oh, I'm like the privileged white kids at my school. Yeah. Their parents make their lunch every day. And I had a little nose. I mean, my mama said she loved me. <laughs> and I'd get home and be like, mommy, you made my lunch and it was so good. <laughs> because like, you know, when you're a lot of. Me and my brothers growing up, mm-hmm. you know, my mom was watching us most of the time and yeah. raising us most of the time. Yeah. And a lot of times it was by herself because mm-hmm. my dad was deployed. Yeah. So you didn't really, you know, we got teacher mom, mm-hmm. but then she was also a teacher. So you had to share her with other students and she was working late nights and grading papers mm-hmm. and doing report cards mm-hmm. and progress reports. So, you, you like know, sharing. 
I don't. <laughs> I will share anything but my food and my mama. Okay. That's really it. Those like, don't take off my plate and don't assume my mama is your mama. And then we gonna, we, we not going to have no problems. Okay. Because I'll, I'll, I've never fought anybody, but I fight by my mama. Yes. I don't care who it is. You family, you can get these hands. Stranger, yeah. you can get these hands. Yeah. Even if I had to fight a ghost, you're going to get these prayers because I can't physically hit you, but... I don't play with my mama. I just don't. I like, I think once I understand what both my parents had to go through and what they're healing from themselves, Mm -hmm. I got a better appreciation for what they did. Did they actually heal or did they just sometimes forgive and forget that they're past the moment that they're not past? Okay. And so even though they are now in 2021, Mm -hmm. their mind state, their mind state, their mindset. That's fine. Mind state. I like mind state. Yeah. Their coping mechanisms, Mm -hmm. their triggers are very much still. Yep. He is peeing. Picked up in the mic so loud. Yeah, I mean, hey, <laughs> do well, your there, thing. There are two other boxes in this house, and that's where you want it to go. If I fit, that's it. Um, <laughs> they're still very much still in the place where their trauma happened, and yeah, it you can't get somebody to move from that spot unless they're willing and ready to. And so I have to, like I told you, like mm-hmm. I have to be with that person in the place that they are. Mm-hmm. And if I can't do that, I don't. I'm just like, okay, if I gotta go back to 1987 yeah. where you got yelled at and pushed down the stairs, mm-hmm. I have to prepare myself to be in 1987 every time I go hang out with you. And if I don't want to be in 1987, I don't hang out with you. I... Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm living in the past where my trauma is. Mm-hmm. Um... And, like, my dad brought that up today. Um, Shout out to Father's Day. Yeah, Uh, happy Father's Day. (laughs) Or belated, whenever y'all hear this. Whenever we drop this. Um, There was an incident that happened, very traumatic. um, And we go back and forth about it all the time. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you just need to let that go. You just need to let that go. And my response to that, if you have done something traumatic to your child regardless of how old they are. And there hasn't been any changed behavior since that moment. It's not your place to tell them to let it go Mm -hmm. because how can they let go of something that's still happening? Yeah. And then something that had, like if I got into a fist fight and Mm -hmm. this person punched me in my eye and they ruptured my eyeball and now I can't see. You can't be telling me to get over that. (laughs) I've lost an eyeball. (laughs) Like when you have a traumatic event happen to you, you've lost a piece of yourself. You've lost a piece of security that you may never get back. And antagonizing those like just any type of triggering moment. Like (sighs) I'm really trying to like filter and censor myself. I know I can see it. There's a lot of words I want to say because I can really take it there. I can really fucking take it there, but I am not going to. I'm proud of you. I'm going to not choose violence today. Because we're going to choose it in a few weeks. We're going to choose it in a few weeks. So all I'm going to say is, you know, trying to pick and prod at an issue that you know is bothering to bothering for your child just to get a rise out of them, that's immature as fuck. And that Mm -hmm. is a moment 
where I think as a parent, you really need to look at yourself and be like, wow, they don't like coming around because I do X, Y, Z. Maybe that's my problem. Like maybe I'm doing X, Y, Z too much. I have to imagine that there's some very weird and cumbersome um, process of being the adult of a child and then being the adult of an adult child. And I don't, I mean, like, clearly we don't have kids. Yeah. But I have to imagine that that is a very, very hard switch for some parents to do. Yeah. Because you, you're no longer holding all the cards. The ball is no longer only in your court. Like, we're, we're not playing a single player game where you gave me the controller and didn't plug it in. Like, I can play now. Yeah. And whether I decide to play with you or I decide to beat that ass, like you don't know, you don't have control in that situation anymore. And, um, there was a post that I saw on Facebook. It was a Twitter snapshot, Mm -hmm. but it was something. And I sent it to my mom, but it was something along the lines that people will often treat you, um, in the, in the way they did when they had power over you. Mm. And so to them, they're never seeing that you came into your own power. They're still going, you're eight and I'm still in charge of you and I can still do what I want. Yeah. And it's hard to, you can't, like I said, like you can't make somebody grow out of that. Mm -hmm. It's just really obnoxious. And so I've always, when I have an issue with a parent that I feel like I can't talk to, Mm -hmm. it's space. I just, I'm like, I'm not going to deal with you until I know I have to deal with you because the capacity for you to hash this out adult to adult doesn't exist because yeah. I'm still a child to you. Yeah, I definitely, I, and I think that's exactly what's happening with me and both my parents' relationships. I just don't think they have come to terms with the fact that I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. They still see me as like a child. I guess I'm the size of a child, but like it, I really, I really had to check my mom. I was like, with the thing with the dogs mm-hmm. and I was really annoyed by that because she asked me to do a favor without any consideration of like my time, my schedule. I did it. I agreed. But when I proceeded to do that favor and I realized that both her and my dad had the capacity to do at least half of that favor, Mm -hmm. I was really annoyed by that. And so I brought that up to her and I was just like thinking to myself, because it wasn't clicking. Mm -hmm. So I I was just thinking to myself and I should have said it out loud. I was like, do you? not realize I'm an adult. Mm -hmm. Like I can't come pick up your dogs Mm -hmm. while you're home just because you don't feel like taking them somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like you caught me at a time where I could, but that was really not okay to ask me to do. And the both of y'all were like able, willing, able and capable Mm -hmm. of doing that. Now, if there was a situation when I when I picked them up and nobody was home, fine, mm-hmm. that's fine. But that what that, that wasn't what happened. Yeah. And so I'm just like, bro, you really don't see me as an adult. Like something as small as that, because if you flip the other way, when they were 27, 28 years old, yeah, all of our parents were far from their house. Military kids, like just not coming home and. There's this expectation that, like, oh, you need to come home every weekend. And it's like, is this because I'm you feel that I'm in, within reach? Because I can still text you and call you or whatever. Yeah. And my dad told me uh, today, he was like, you know, 
I don't pop up and just come to your house because I'm in your area. And I said, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because some people don't have that consideration from their parent. Bro. Like. My last apartment, my dad did that several times. I don't. I think because I've said often Mm -hmm. um, that I'm a very private person at this point in my life. Yeah. I don't. I I don't want to have to be in that position to tell you no, because I don't have a nice. Once you cross my boundary, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to take time to figure out how to say something to you nicely. But I'm gonna say it clearly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when it's clear, it's not nice. Oh, yeah. So I'm just like, don't come over here unless we talk about it beforehand, please. Yeah, I mean that's just as and nobody hears it, please. But they're that- just like, oh. Why would you do that? I took care of you for 18 years and you were hurting me. Oh, I'm hurt. But they would never expect, they would never allow their parents to have that expectation of them at our age. Right. Like there was never a moment where either one of our parents at 27 or 28 were like obligated to do anything by this time my mom had been married for like two or three years and had two kids is it because we're not married is it because we're unmarried and don't have kids they assume we don't have time we got time we got time we don't (laughs) yep i I have time for myself yeah because my time for me looks like Eating, door dashing, sleeping. But we say with my cat. Okay. And then that sounds like (laughs) you're not doing anything. And I'm just like, I'm doing a lot. This is called self preservation. This is called self care. Yeah. This is called just not being bothered. And that was a funny thing that my dad was saying today. He was just like, I'm getting to this point in my life where I just think some certain things don't matter to me. I just want to be left alone. And I was like, I feel that. I feel that. Wow. In my 28. That comes You're that almost full circle. twice my age, and I feel what you feel. Yeah. Not being bothered. <laughs> and it's, I mean, like, I can go over for a few hours. We talk, chat it up. Mm-hmm. He goes to take out the dog. I go home. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, that was pleasant. Hmm. Let's do it again in, like, a couple months. Yeah, I don't, I can't relate to that at all. But I think because my, you know, my mom is not even in the state, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really have her. First of all, she would never just pop up. She's, yeah. she's never just in the area. <laughs> she, this would have been very deliberate for yeah. her to, you know, be here. Mm-hmm. But she'll ask very, very, many weeks in advance. <laughs> Sometimes we'll ask you or say something to you and I don't she, even know. And I'm just like, all right, well, I guess she's coming. She's going to tell me eventually, I guess. <laughs> She'll tell you like, oh, I'm coming July 18th. And on the 17th, she'll be like, hey, is it okay? <laughs> okay. Yes, mom. to make sure it was okay with you first. Because, you know, I have to clear with two people. <laughs> <laughs> You're adorable. Okay, yeah, you can go. That's fine. But, yeah, I think I, it's uh, definitely I didn't have this amount of clarity. Mm-hmm. If you had asked me twenty at 24, I probably still... Would have been very displeased with where my relationship was with one of my parents. But I just, the, I have forgiven what's happened. Mm -hmm. I haven't forgotten. There's no quote unquote, let it go with me. I'm always going to remember the stuff that happened Mm -hmm. that I didn't appreciate. That wasn't 
address mm-hmm. that I didn't get an apology for that I was never you know sat down and told this was this was what, what was going on mm-hmm. and that, like I never got any perspective on anything that I thought was traumatic that happened to me that I felt like didn't need to happen mm-hmm. but I remember that yeah so I'm like this is a reason why I have to conduct myself the way that I do now so yes I've forgiven you I'm a good Christian. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm told to forgive. I forgive. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to forget it, though. Mm-hmm. So you will always be walking around with them little badges, you know, like you get them little Fitbit badges, mm-hmm. and they be like, mm-hmm. oh, you had 1,000 miles of... Pieces of shit. Yeah. Here. Yeah. That's... Yeah, I see all them badges <laughs> every time you get up. I'm yeah. like, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so I can't do this with you. I can't do that with you. Exactly. All we can do is this one thing. Okay. But that is that is so different that honestly, when I say shit like that, they're just like, oh, that means you haven't forgiven me. No, I, I just don't care. People like, don't understand that forgiveness, one, is a daily thing. Yeah. You don't forgive somebody one time, like especially if you've been boom. in any abusive relationship, any um, any relationship where somebody is taking advantage of you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't go away. You don't just be like, oh, yeah, you punched me in my face and I forgive you now. No, now every time you do something you with your loud. hands, yeah. I'm going to think my face is going to get punched. Yeah. So I have to forgive you again mm-hmm. because that's being triggered. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a daily thing. Yeah, and it really, I don't know, It my apology language is... Uh, I need more than an apology. Mine need- is retribution. Yeah. I, well, you punching me in the face, I'm punching you in your face. Okay. So I'm not there yet. Okay. Maybe I will get there when I turn I don't recommend years. it. It's very hard <laughs> to get people to apologize properly when that's your <laughs> apology language. Mine's is, mine's is literally just change behavior. And if there hasn't been change behavior, like, I'm pretty... I'm pretty steadfast in my beliefs that you could fuck all the way off Mm -hmm. honestly like you're not being genuine with your apology you're not being genuine with your feelings you're not taking it seriously and i hate more than anything when i am bringing a problem to somebody's front door Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm bringing attention to it like any issues that i've ever had with my parents i have let them know within a week Mm -hmm. of the transgression (laughs) like I, and and that's even given time for me to calm down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm very thoughtful about my words and how I bring it to attention, like what's going on with me in their relationship. Um, but when there is laughter associated with me trying to girl, I hate I've only had that experience at work and I did not like it. So I can't imagine what it would feel like from a parent. Because number one, it's incredibly disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And number two, you're furthering this idea that you don't see me as an adult. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you a problem and you're laughing. It's being insensitive, like a thousand percent insensitive. And, and you know, today my dad was just like, oh, that's just my natural reflex. Your reflex it is inappropriate. Some, it needs some work. It needs some work. And if nobody's told you that before, I'm telling you now, mm-hmm. pretty sure I told you before, but I'm like, just going to remind you. You should stop doing that. You should that. stop doing that. And then what happens? More laughter. So, you know, with those moments, that's when I'm further validated in, you know, I really, I really think I'm done. Like I'm 
I never want to, I never saw myself getting to this point where I would be comfortable, like completely cutting a, like one of my parents off. But I really feel as though I've just hit a point where if the behavior continues to be the same, then my behavior will consistently be absent. Mm -hmm. Like I will just, I will create so much space you gonna forget about me and sometimes that's that's what it takes for um parents to understand especially if you're if you've been the peacemaker type if you've been the golden child the perfect child Mm -hmm. um a lot of what you do is for you you're trying to kind of seek that Mm -hmm. attention and be like hey i'm not a problem i'm being good because this is what you want and let's be cool yeah for that parent, I have to imagine that they're seeing that as, oh, this child is just compliant and I'm doing a good job. Yeah. And not, child. He wants to be Barty. He's like, I got some shit to say, too. No, you ain't been here long enough to be on this conversation, baby. <laughs> but um, I have to imagine, to a parent, it looks completely different than yeah. for a child whose only understanding of getting affection is to be good yeah so but like if you gotta distance yourself it happens and sometimes that's the most effective way to get your parents attention even if you don't want it anymore because there's been some people i've cut off that i don't like i'm done it is too late now like leave me alone but that's used against you that whole oh you can't let stuff go and it's it's or not it's even, like you're giving people the silent treatment. I'm like, no, I'm preserving myself. I'm preserve. It's self. It's protection. Like I'm. I need to protect myself from you. This isn't me not being able to let go. Like you have. You've shown me your true colors. You've shown me your unwillingness to change. You've shown that when I bring stuff to your attention, it's a laughable thing for you. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand what you mean. I can't let shit go. Like. Mm-hmm. Shit is happening in front of my face, further proving my point. So using that as a way to like gaslight and make it seem like you're the problem or Mm -hmm. you have the issues or your boundaries are just way too like just extraordinary Mm -hmm. that like you're asking. Why are you asking me to do the impossible? Yeah. Like, why are you asking me to do Be considerate of your feelings and your time. That's fucking crazy. I can't do that. I raised you. You think I'm Obama? I can do whatever the fuck I want. And it's like, you, you can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> For some people, Obama can do no wrong. Yeah. And For some people, Joseph can do no wrong. He he wrong in a lot of things right now. Anyway, you were saying. Yeah. So I just. Oh, I thought somebody's phone was ringing. Not mine. Okay. Um, yeah, fuck it. I'm letting go. Fuck that. I mean, there's no point in doing that if you are still gonna be a piece of shit is your tum tum okay hear that that was crazy that was kind of my throat i don't know (laughs) that was weird um (laughs) i wonder if that picked up on the mic uh (laughs) anyway um yeah i think the the things that i've walked away with as a 28 year old adult child of no children Mm -hmm. is that one being an adult is made up our parents are just big children. They're just big children they that are, are bigger than us. Yeah. And two, since we're all in the same you know, playing field now because mm-hmm. we're all adults, mm-hmm. don't disrespect me. Yeah. And take me seriously. 
Yeah. And then the last thing is like, if you can't, I will see you when I feel like it. Yeah. Like when you try to remedy a relationship and the person refuses, the ball is in their court. You can't do anything. Yeah. But you can leave the court. I said that a lot today. I said, Padre, um, <laughs> the ball's in your court. I've I've brought to your attention what's bothering me several times. Mm-hmm. Like, I've written letters. I've, like, just gone out of my way to try to get him to meet me where I'm at. Because mm-hmm. I'm still that 11-year-old girl in that backseat, mm-hmm. right? And he's just like, why is that a big deal now? I've never done anything since then. Yes, you have. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you examples. And I've given him, like, written examples mm-hmm. with dates, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's like, that shit was never atoned for. It was never... There was never any conversation about it. I just had to deal with it on my own in silence. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, accepting the apology that you're never going to receive is probably the hardest thing I've had to do as an adult. Child. That is really tough. And and you know, for a parent to apologize to their kid now, I mean, thank you, but it is a little too late. There needs to be something more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when these issues are brought up, I think they should be taken seriously. Like we are adults. Mhm. So, number one, like you said, don't disrespect me. Don't laugh mm-hmm. if I'm, like, telling you something is bothering me because it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't laugh at me, you can laugh by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't feel as though, maybe it's a generational thing, but, like, like parents, parents have this expectation that they could get away with a lot of shit because they gave birth to you. Mm-hmm. And that's not no. the case yeah it's not the case and i th- i think that conversation is really difficult to have with your parents as an adult child but it's facts mm-hmm. like i've had to say within the past two years on multiple occasions with both my parents i was just like i'm not it i'm not tolerating this shit mm-hmm. anymore like i'm not a kid anymore mm-hmm. this shit isn't funny anymore it's traumatizing it's hurtful it's like it's always leaving me in a state of anger. Yeah. And I'm tired of being angry, angry. And if creating that distance helps me maintain a semblance of peace, then I'm, I'll pick that Mm -hmm. over just keeping the peace and coming over every weekend and getting pissed off. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just like, it's like, I don't want to do that anymore. It's not worth the energy. It's not, it's not because they're not putting forth the energy to change. Mm -hmm. You know, and they're like, oh, you know, I want to have a normal conversation with you. You come to the house and it's awkward and you don't really talk. It's why it's because I'm having like an internal panic attack. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. This isn't my home anymore because I I haven't felt comfortable in this home. Mm -hmm. it, It is what it is. And I'm telling you why and I'm telling you how to fix it and nothing's changing. So. I can't pack your knives and go. Thanks, chef. Thanks for the opportunity. (laughs) Give me your apron. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's really where I'm at. And I never thought I would have the courage to like be that way or say all that, but I've, I've come a long way. Like 
I feel like I've just done my part Mm -hmm. as an adult child. Like, I feel like I've done all I could do. And if you're a parent and you are hearing this and you want to better your relationship with your adult child, have open and honest conversations with them. Have hot conversations with them. Yes. Hot, open, and transparent. Hot, open, and transparent conversations. Honest. Honest. (laughs) Honest, open, and don't have hot conversations with your kids. No, that's weird. Um, Um, Have open, no, honest, honest, open, open, and transparent transparent conversations. Um, And also, like, if you have to do some imaginating Mm. as a parent, pretend like you were talking to your younger self. Yeah. Because a lot of y'all parents, like, the issues that I have with y'all, it's... Issues that you have with yeah. your parents. And it's it's sad. It's like, I'm doing something about it now. Mm. You chose not to do something about mm. it. And you're 20, 30 years older than me, claiming you've forgiven, forgiven and let go of shit that your mm. parents did. When you haven't. Yeah. Like, it comes Some of up. that stuff is just festering. Yes. And, and you're just suppressing it, pretending like you don't have a problem with it. But the truth is, it's a container in your refrigerator that's been molding for, like, four years. It, yeah. And you're not addressing it. Like, you and need I'm, to go ahead and throw that shit out, baby. I'm not about that passing it down to the next generation. That's yeah. that's reckless behavior, in my opinion. I agree. I That's why I, I, I've chosen not to have children right now. I I can't see myself having kids right now just because of my mental health. But I think if I were to have kids, they'd be in pretty good hands. Um, My relationships with my parents are stable Mm. for the most part. So that's nice. I won't say, you know, there are definitely some (laughs) there are definitely some (laughs) things I choose to bite my tongue and I just listen. And there are other things that I'm like, mm, I'm going to revisit this when yeah. it, uh, passions are a little lower. But yeah, if you're a parent and you're listening to this, look at your kid and pretend it's not your kid. Pretend yeah. it's your little niece or nephew. Pretend it's a kid that you found on a playground that's sad. Mm-hmm. And just listen to them like as a little human and not as somebody that you're in charge of. Because they have their own feelings. Mm-hmm. They have their own confusions about some of the decisions you make and the way that you make them feel. And some stuff you don't even understand you did Mm -hmm. so just give them the opportunity and uh, be a little humble yeah be willing to be corrected be willing to want to make shit better because at the end of the day you are the parent we are the children we're adults and we know this we are adults yeah but we do know we're the children we're the child's we're destiny's child and you know it's at the end of the day I don't, somebody may disagree with me, but I don't think it's our job to fix and mend. It depends on how much you care. I don't care enough to be doing all that work, but it is me. (laughs) That's just me. I have, my empathy is already dumb high. So I'm just like, if you playing games, my energy is already at 50% just having to try to talk to you. And be talk about some emotional stuff. Yeah. No, now it's at seventy five percent, and now you being an asshole, <laughs> it's at ninety eight, and I need the two percent to get home. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Thank you. Yeah, I, I I think my energy was spent like a while ago, like my early twenties. I think I'm still in my early twenties, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
was uh, my energy was spent on trying to fix. And it's, it's at the end of the day, my opinion, it's not my job. Yep. I I can do my due diligence and tell you what the problem is and, you know, hope that one day you might meet me where I'm at, that 11-year-old kid in the backseat, mm-hmm. and just be like, damn, that's, that was really fucked up that happened to her. Mm-hmm. Like, she has every right to be angry. Mm-hmm. And that that would be more meaningful than uh, I'm sorry if you felt upset <laughs> like that. Sucks. Well, you have to say I'm sorry if or I'm sorry, but you have ruined the apology. It's disgusting now. So you don't. You can just stop right there. I would crash this car. Take the both of you. Sorry. If, I'm sorry if you I'm sorry. get hurt. This is gonna be the last day you ever sorry for anything. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I mean. This was a this was a pop up episode for yeah. you guys. So it wasn't in the schedule. We're actually um, we don't have no current events for y'all today. You're just literally checking in. Yeah. But I do hope you guys had a wonderful Juneteenth weekend. It was we did. We had a beautiful, beautiful um, time. And we're gonna. I'm gonna sleep some of that off. Um, some okay. more. So I'm. Uh, I'm also doing double duty. I'm bleeding for my ancestors as well as partying for them, and that's just. Whew, it's exhausting. It is a lot on your plate. But yeah, next week we might have a little treat for you guys. Yeah, maybe so, not a standard episode, but y'all, you know, y'all stick with us and y'all figure out what it is. Yeah, keep an eye on our socials. Be ready when it drops. That's yeah. all I got to say. Yeah, because if you're not ready, you're going to miss it. You and then you're going to be mad. You're going to be like, they did what? And then we're going to be talking about it in the episode. You're going to be like, huh? What did they I talk didn't about? I don't know. What did it happen? Yeah, so yep. don't be that person. Don't be that person at all. But um, yeah, I guess we wrap this up like we usually do. Um, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Be kind to others. And remember to be that beautiful galaxy that you are. To be that beautiful galaxy that you are. Yeah. Oh, we didn't do Life's a Bitch. We did. But I feel like people get it from this topic. You know what it is. Yeah, you already, you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I do, do it, man. <laughs> All right. You want to end there? Yeah. I okay. need to go and clean my things. <laughs> my last pair right now it's on my body i think they're filling up all right well you guys have a safe week